With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, everybody. Real quick, just to let everybody know, this isn't your typical recording. This was actually a pre-recorded live feed, or pre-recorded as in it was a live stream on, our, on the Twitter account. So... uh Sit back, relax. You get a chance to enjoy it, as it's a, uh, it's just a replay of that. And at the end of the day, we're just trying to get some extra stuff out to you. Although, just keep in mind, this isn't a typical podcast from us. There is some language we don't typically use on the podcast. So, if you're around kids and all that good stuff, just want to be mindful of that. I'm giving you that warning because, again, we are typically a podcast that caters to a family style type of, uh, you know, no, no curse words, and we try to keep language relatively clean so i just wanted to give you that heads up other than that guys again enjoy the show it's a it's a fun one we had justin mason ray butler matt williams we had uh chris who's actually hosting the baseball podcast bracket and yeah like i said just a fun episode laid back atmosphere live and unedited all i did was take the audio so it's unedited so you'll get a lot of interesting discussions so as always guys appreciate listening and see you on the next episode Two with the bases loaded and one out. Oh my God! Deep to right field, way up there and way out of here. Second deck walk off home run. Grand slam. All right, we are live. Welcome in everybody to Bases Loaded Network live feed. This is I know Matt Williams is on here, but Matt Williams is not actually hosting this. Weirdly enough, um, we are joined by Chris. Better known as the pod, the, the baseball podcast guy. I, <laughs> <laughs> baseball I thought you had a cool. Guy. I thought you had a cool nickname. Yeah, yeah I was like, wait a minute, the what's baseball not... podcast. It's like it's like <laughs> in Happy Gilmore. Guy. Come see the incredible oh, golf sure. ball whacker guy. Exactly. <laughs> Chris, it's obviously Chris from at Baseball Pods. He's putting together this awesome tournament. We just had a crazy finish to one of them. We'll get to that in a little bit. We'll talk about it. But until then. Chris, for those who don't know you, please introduce yourself. Explain what's going on because somehow, like, you've honestly gone from, like, literally just starting up, what, maybe a month ago to blowing up, which has been awesome. You're a huge supporter of the industry, and we greatly appreciate it. But please explain how pretty much who you are, how this all got started, and where we're at now. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. I love you guys. Love, uh, I, I like all of the – I was talk, talking about I love the independent – I like all the pot, too many podcasts probably – but uh, I like the independent ones, probably with a soft spot for them. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, since I'm the com- selection committee for this tournament, <laughs> I can't, I can't like say I had favorites, but man, that was a great matchup. I know we'll talk about earlier, uh, earlier today that just ended. So I w- I'm, I'm like a, many years ago, I wrote a lot of fantasy baseball. Uh, I wrote for Laura Michaels, uh, creative sports when he first started for no reason. He gave me a shot and uh, I wrote like almost every day. It was crazy in the mid to late nineties. And then, um, you know, I met a bunch, a number of the guys sometimes cause Laura would come East for tout wars and other things like that. And I lived in New York and so we'd hang out a little bit. Um, but, um, and then I wrote for Peter Kreitzer's the national football and baseball magazines. Baseball is definitely by far my passion, but football sells a lot more. So, uh, that's the way it's, that was the way it was then. It's the way it is now even more probably. But, um, so I loved it. And then, you know, my career, got kind of gotten away, became a dad, did all these things. And I still loved playing fantasy and played it probably more. I probably play it more now than back then. In fact, I definitely do. And, you know, I think I'm a pretty decent fantasy analyst independently, but I just love fantasy baseball podcasts. And I also just, I really respect the community. I think, and Mike, you've actually brought this up, uh, you know, recently I've seen in some of your tweets and some of your columns, just how generous people are, how giving people are with their time. And, uh, and for me, I just, you know, I, I, I love the community and the camaraderie uh, around it. And so, you know, it's a silly little game, I guess. But uh, for me, it's, yes, my wife, it takes up far too much of my time. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, so I, I, I just, I, I was like, how can I, now that i got a little free time on my hands, this is back in February, how can I, you know, 
give something back to this community. And I got all these podcasts and they're all doing great work and there didn't seem to be like a common place for them. So I just started a Twitter account and then um, it kind of blew up. Like you said, I mean, it's still not that many followers or anything, but uh, pretty much everybody in the industry pretty much follows it and interacts with it. And that's, that's what it's all about for me is just having fun with people and then, um, and promoting good work. And, and then I got this idea for this bracket and uh, you know, we had in round one, which was the, it's like a, you know, March madness, April madness, I guess style bracket. And I found 64 podcasts and then round one, there were over 20,000 votes cast in the first in round one. And I don't know where we'll be in round two, but today we had four matchups and there were probably 4,500, uh, maybe 4,600 votes cast today. So it's just, it's so fun to watch it happen into some of the smack talk, you know, Justin Mason is a, you know, a, a real character. And uh, he, uh, he, uh, he, he got me today cause he was like, can't we all like get along kind of and be nice to each other and not, you know, talk smack. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Justin, thank you for saying that. And I went off and I like retweeted, you know, with a, a gif and, you know, hundred percent da 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 da. And then like right 30 seconds later, he like started just going after Mike Giannella in baseball perspective. <laughs> <laughs> accused him of child labor. <laughs> it's so, it's so fun. That's, oh, so great. I mean, that's, that's just, it's, it's great. It's a good time. And they're, you know, there's so many great stories that are coming out of it. And I see the thing that I love is um, seeing podcasts that other people haven't heard. They're listening to them and they're getting exposure. And that's really what it's about. We've all heard of RotoWire and ESPN and CBS and Yahoo and The Athletic and all them. It's like, but like giving the independent podcasts some shine, you know, and uh, getting them out there. And I just, I think it's, uh, for me, it's just been a blast. Now, we all can, at least the three of us in this chat, can definitely understand. I told you no one would show up, by the way. It's going to be nice to talk to you and you and you was talking. The idea is to have fun. We'll get some replays. You two are the worst. I'm out of here. Well, you know what? You, I felt bad. I pity invited you, all right? Anyway, uh, I think we can all at least understand the whole wife thing because I can tell you right now, my wife, <laughs> like she tells me I put way too much time and money into this, but I genuinely enjoy doing it. Matt, I'm sure you deal with the same issues at home with the wife and all that. I, no, I can't my wife, my wife, my wife's the greatest. I don't have any issues. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. My wife. I don't know if my wife's gonna watch this. We'll see. She, her and uh, Justin Mason's wife has have been really. Uh, they get along too too well on Twitter, and it, it scares me because if that turns into like a little, you know, uh, like housewives type of deal of like baseball Twitter, that'd be kind of interesting. That kind of scares me. But uh, all in all, you're talking about smack talk. You know, I was listening to the podcast. You. Chris, we're on the turn two podcast with Matt Williams. Obviously, he's here. And I heard this was, you know, this just in Alex fast puts ketchup on lobster. I just want to make sure that's broadcasted. It's one of the things I heard on your podcast, Matt. Can you stand by that? I heard it somewhere. I can't I can't <laughs> say if it's true or not, but I heard it. Well, I just want to make sure everybody understands that this is uh, that's a thing. OK, so there we go. But all in all, man, obviously, we've seen some fun banter some fun matchups but what has been like i guess the most surprising to you so far in this tournament like the round one upset today's matchup's been kind of quote unquote modern. like you mentioned 4500 votes a third of those votes were on one matchup today basically yeah so all yeah. in all yeah it's been kind yeah, of fun yeah. just yeah i think i mean so i and matt by the way i told you last time the welsh had an army because when we were off camera I didn't think he was going to beat Rotowire, but I think Chris Welsh has just like a massive amount of loyalty for good reason with his followers. And he's got he's he's in he's got two other squads that he's a part of. So I would watch the, in, in this league matchup as they as they as they continue because they've activated that base now in the tournament. The fans are the fans are hungry, my friends. Rotowire activated their base at the last possible second. <laughs> they came alive yeah. in the last two hours. It looked like they're like, hey, there was someone who had a funny. Someone had a fun. Was it the guys from Baseball Prospectus? He was like, I didn't really think I'd care if I was going to lose, but then they were losing. He was like, Now I freaking care, and he's like, calling out the vote. Now he's now he's losing. You're like, I don't want to lose. Well, welcome, Ray. What's going on? What's up, house? Ray, stop following me. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Three times in like three days. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, this is Ray Butler. He is Mister Prospects three sixty five. Ray and I co-host the podcast lately. He's been running it without me because this very little time compared to usual. But all in all, thank you for joining us, Ray. What's going on, man? Enjoyed another crazy day. First day of this uh, was it first day or second day of the second round of the baseball pods bracketology. First Absolutely. Day. 
an insane day. Even like I had anxiety for that matchup. <laughs> like, you know, after I went through and I kind of experienced that last week in the first round against the SP Streamer Pod, man, that was even closer than our matchup. And I didn't know if that would be possible in this tournament. I think I can't, you can't tell exactly with Twitter how many because of the decimal points. So it was, it was 49.9 to 50. So Rotowire won 50.1% of the votes to Prospect One's 49.9. It was either one vote or three votes out of 1,350. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about Todd Zola was tweeting, every vote counts. Today that was true. Every vote counts. You were were talking about Welsh having an army. I'd be, if I'm everyone else, I'd be worried about Toby right about now. Oh, yeah. Toby's cleaning. Baflip's cleaning house here. Yeah, for that, for those who don't know, yeah, Toby, yeah, Baffin Crazy, man, he's it's impressive. It's like every matchup's like 70 30. He's been like running away with it, and he's not beating nobody, <laughs> he's beating some good shows. Yeah, that's another thing. So, how many podcasts, Chris, do you would you do you do you listen to a certain amount of day? Do you, I mean, obviously, you try to listen to everybody, you obviously promote everyone's work. How much do you say on average, average day do you get through podcast number wise, and what speed do you listen to them on? Oh, first of all, <laughs> definitely one and a half speed. I tried listening to them too, that was a little. I, I do this to enjoy it, and on two speed, you just don't enjoy it at all. One and a half is fine. They're just it's like in the background of my life. I mean, like when I'm <laughs> walking the dog, when I'm driving somewhere, when I'm running, when I'm you know uh, working, writing something. A lot of the time, like the way I do it is, I do I do a decent amount of writing, and so I'll have a podcast on the background, and I just take little notes on the side for when I hear something really interesting. Um, and uh, so I get through. I'd say on average four to five a day probably during the week. And, uh, you know, in all honesty, I mean, there's 64 of these. I, I had not listened to, to some of these. And in retrospect, I probably would have in next year, like with more time, instead of just doing this on a lark, you know, I will uh, probably do a little bit more in terms of, you know, ranking people and, uh, um, you know, uh, just coming up with listen, trying to listen to everybody before I really put them in. Now, with um, I was going to ask about the whole ranking system. You mentioned the committee. I've seen your tweets, which are really hilarious because you answer from the form of a committee. Was it really just you, or did you actually have a couple people help you out here? No, nah, it's just me. Uh, I, just figured, I just I just figured it would be fun. Uh, oh, it's, I laughed. Every like time. to be like you'd be like you know some people and you know there were, like there was one 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 uh, a couple of fans of a podcast were kind of and rightfully so they should have been in and I missed I missed them, but. uh I just, I, I was just, all right, I'm just going to reply as if the selection committee thinks this is selection. Some people were like talking trash about ESPN. I was like, the selection committee stands by the pedigree of the program. You know, like, like when Virginia would get a number one seed and you'd just be like, what the hell? Hey, oh, Jason. It's, it's a party. Welcome over. <laughs> welcome in, Justin. We were praising the child labor joke that no one got to see. <laughs> <laughs> welcome in, man. What's Justin going on? Uh-huh. There's five of us and one person watching, so enjoy it. Hey, Welcome to the party. That seems about right. So for <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not about how many people watch or listen. It's about whether or not we can get away from our significant others. <laughs> True, but we just talked about that. We actually talked about how much trouble we get into. But uh, so what's been your experience overall? About, uh, I know you've really enjoyed this. I know you've been embracing it and really supportive of it all, Justin. Overall, what's your takeaway uh, the good, the bad, maybe some of the pros and cons of this. Um, I mean, it's been fun. I, I think it, anything that kills time right now. So I, I gotta, I can't hear my voice with these new noise canceling headphones, um, and that bothers me for some reason. <laughs> uh, anytime you can like promote uh, some, maybe some podcasts that don't get as much attention as they should, uh, it, it's it's great and especially for newer podcasts that you know i mean there were podcasts on this list that i had never heard of um and so i've been going through and listening to some pods and and go, you know and and one hearing a lot of the same rookie mistakes that i made when i was first starting out uh and two uh you know finding some hidden gems out there so uh, I think it's a really kind of cool, uh, different thing or different way of uh, shining light on some people in the industry that may not normally get that. Now, last I looked, may, and now excuse me if I'm wrong, so I hope I'm not rubbing salt in the wound, so to speak. But FWFB pulled the upset off today, correct? 
Yes, yes, we <laughs> did. My my goal is to ha- be have three of the final four podcasts. I doubt it's going to happen. Um, but did it? Oh, did it line up that way? You can do that. Yeah, yeah. TGFBI and Sleeper in the Bust and Friends of Tennessee Benefits all in different uh, you know sections of the bracket. Uh, I doubt. I, I'm sure that. Uh, I mean, Sleeper on the Bust. I, I have a feeling will probably go fairly far on on the coattails of Paul. Uh, but, uh, yeah, FWFB has a tough matchup next time against, uh, Batflip Crazy. Oh, you're uh, done. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> so, he, he was the only one who, like, ran away with the, with, with the votes today. Both of them. Both, <laughs> both of his matchups. Now, Ray, you can, like, you can speak to this, actually. Last week, you were in one of the toughest matchups of the first round. What was your, I, I heard you were an emotional wreck going through that <laughs> throughout the day. Is that true? Can you confirm that? It was actually a day that I really wish everything was back to normal because I would have had school. I would have either had a baseball practice or a baseball game to coach. Instead, I sat on my couch for most of the day. I decided to randomly go on a run during the day just to get my just so I wouldn't think about it for a little while. And then I come back and especially the last few hours, uh, I had kind of widened the margin to maybe eight percent or so. And then. Every 15 minutes or so, they had narrowed the margin back to 7% and then 6%. It was extremely nerve-wracking, especially because you know there are a lot of people who support the work that Mike and his staff do at the SP Streamer. And Matt, you've had, I don't want to call it easy easy run so far because it was only one round, but you you lined up against the guy who's a, the Cinderella story now. I shouldn't say the guy at the podcast. He's the Cinderella story right now. They took out the one seed. Are you, are you, you have to be a little nervous, right? Because now they're just a fan favorite. They're just going to go for upsets at this point. I would think people are just going to vote for them just cause. Yeah, I'm terrified. (laughs) Um, They, they took out Yahoo and I listened to their podcast. They, they were taken, they were, had a decent lead on Yahoo. And I'm like, all right, I've never heard of them. I'm going to listen to them. I shouted them out. I don't know how many people voted for them who have actually ever listened to the show. Listen to the show, everybody. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, I mean, go. This is the point of this thing. Go ahead and listen to their show. I'm terrified. I'm absolutely terrified. Vote Turn Two Podcast tomorrow because I'm terrified. Well, we support Turn Two Podcast over here. We will promote you, but I will be voting for the other person just in spite of you. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of, you know, I'm gonna need all the help I can get because, of course, I drew pictureless in the second round. They are the up and coming powerhouse. It feels like, and they're a four seed, and I'm just gonna get bent over. So it is what it is. I'm, I'm already. The main, the main issue with them is they have no one who dislikes them. That's, that's, that's your problem. That is the huge problem. <laughs> There's not a single person who dislikes them. They're they're well, reaching they're reaching that like top you know they're reaching their peak and on their way up it's like they've pissed off nobody somehow. Meanwhile, I'm over here getting three star ratings on my podcast for no reason. Are you really? But, oh yeah. Like well, who do they, who who do they, whose Wheaties did I shit in? Like I don't know what the hell is that. Mike are, the they, mouth. are they are they actually Mike like the mouth? Oh, he's are they just three stars or do they tell you why? No, just three stars. Like, take this and you'll never know why. Thanks. See, well, this is one of those rookie mistakes that I tell you about. Do not read the reviews. Like, <laughs> I'm the longer curious. you do this work, the more you will realize do not read comment sections, do not read reviews. You know, if people want to reach out to me on Twitter and say, hey, you know, the audio was a little messed up on this episode, I'm more than happy to, like, you know, adjust things. And I tell people on the podcast, like, hey, if there's something you don't like, there's something you think we need to fix. Something you do like, yeah, feel free to reach out to me. But I do not read reviews because, yeah, some like you said, some people just want to shit in your weedies. It just uh, <laughs> there yeah, are holes galore. I skipped the piss part. I went straight to shitting and weedies because yeah. pissing and weedies wasn't Mike, enough. Like the problem I think that you have is that Alex Fast stole your playbook. You went, you oh. said you were going to shave your head if you beat Pitcherless, and then he went and shaved his head before the game. Right. That is a mind game right there. I That's a double middle it. finger. I will rock the. Rev- Reverse mohawk for a day. <laughs> I'm doing it. See, that's if better than the... shaving your head because you've got about yeah. a half inch of hair to begin with. So be like yeah. me being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna shave my head if FWFB wins this thing." It's like no I, one I was, cares. I was trying to. I was trying to be. No, I'm gonna go reverse. I'll just r- strip right down the middle, all the way down the back. I'll rock it for the day. I'll, I'll live stream. Well, it. Well, you gotta. Uh, you gotta shave the strip down the middle. You gotta take that hair. You gotta Elmer's glue it to your face like ooh, a beard. Done. I will do full man. No, I'll take it and make a full man chew out of it. Have that's someone what, Photoshop a mock-up. We'll tweet it out. 
Yeah. Oh, no, see, it takes away from it. The idea is to do it live. I will try to have my my wife. My wife's really against it. I will try to. I'll have my kid. Shave my head. I don't care. Yeah, no. That would be great. How hold on? How old is your kid? Eight. All right. Yeah, just let them have the Clippers and go to town. I will be, be bleeding. It'll be the paint fantastic. by numbers thing. <laughs> have your wife draw the spots to shave and let your kid try to do. Oh, that'd be great. I'll be like, I'll be like a Dalmatian with like little spots over my head. That actually I'm... reminds me of something. I had a bet with Joe Pizzapia last year. And the loser had to shave half their face for a day. And I can't remember what the terms were. Like right down the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just right down. Like half of their, had to shave just half of their face. And I, I got to go back and listen to the podcast so I can figure out what the terms were. I'm maybe, so jealous. I'm maybe, you should, maybe you should have remembered what it was before bringing it up though, Justin. Uh, we're we're <laughs> in quarantine. What does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have nothing but time to kill, right? Yeah. So might as well. I have a bone to pick with you, Chris. This I brought this up. I think I mentioned something. You realize what you did in my, in my I don't think you realize what you did in my bracket, but you really put me in a really bad position in round one. You had Ray Butler, who again I help co-host his podcast. Oh, you have SP Streamer, who is a co-host on my podcast. Do you see you had them face off round one? Do you see what you did to me? That was like I had to text them both. I was like, look, I gave you a tweet from this page, I gave you a tweet from this page. I'm done. Like I couldn't, I put my hands up and I couldn't help promote my guys because they faced off round one. What the hell, man? Now I get to help promote Ray. You know, I get to go all in and, and promote Ray, you know, this, this second time around. And it's going to be a little more fun to be able to be involved more, but you really, you really put my balls in a vice, man. Like well, that, did I, I, Chris DM me. He's like, screw Mike Curland. I definitely think uh, uh, I might even try to do that more next year. Some of that was definitely accidental and happenstance, but I'm sure. I, I think my official, I think my official response was the selection committee doesn't take into account traditional rivalries. It stands on the <laughs> process, you know, Yeah. but uh, I'll tell you, there's a couple so, so all four number nine seeds one, which was interesting to me. And the second thing that I think, and I think that this is like actually applicable to everybody uh, is, is and I, you know, it's part of what I talk about on the website that Justin made me build. Justin made me build is, uh, um, <laughs> uh, you know, prospects are big and people don't, you know, you, you ignore them at your own peril. Look at the upsets, look at the trend, look at, look at, I mean, the people that run prospect websites are doing really good and interesting work and people love it. And that's one of the reasons when I did this little for fun, totally tongue in cheek, five tools of fantasy baseball podcast, it was like, I wanted to make sure prospects was actually one of the five tools. Cause I think in order to be a complete podcast, either you better know your stuff or you better know somebody who knows their stuff and bring them on, on the regular. And pros- prospect guys are also very, very active on Twitter. Uh, the fan base in general, they're, you know, they, they love to talk to each other because it's not just all data. It's a lot of scouting and that involves talking to a lot of people too. Hey, oh, Mr. Yeah. Doctors in the chat. Anyone who didn't uh, listen to the trivia thing we did last week, there's a guy in the chat. I couldn't even, I didn't have my glasses on. So I'm like looking at this guy in the chat. It's like MDRC. So I just call, kept calling him Mr. Doctor. So that's his this guy. For, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Doctors it's, in the house. It's Mike Carter, I believe. And mm-hmm. I think he actually writes for SP Streamer. Yeah, he's an SP Streamer guy. Oh, is he? <laughs> so have, put some respect on his name. Put some respect on his name, Matt. <laughs> what do you mean? I made him a doctor. Mr. Doctor. <laughs> he's literally the most respected person on Twitter right now. <laughs> All right, Matt, you mentioned you actually had some notes that, or some talking points did you want to bring those up i don't know if oh I was no speaking. i was lying i was making fun uh, of your oh, lack of lack of organization oh, dude this okay. isn't my show i don't gotta do shit yeah and the problem is is this is my show and i'm out of things to talk about like it's fantastic <laughs> I, ho- I host enough i host enough programs i'm just kicking back here the idea was just to talk about this but i mean we kind of discussed everything so now it's just an open forum uh ray i don't know well, actually justin you I, I know you have fwfb that just went on this round who are uh, what other uh, where, where are your other podcasts even located and who are they facing uh, let's see the sleeper in the bust. Uh, we beat baseball 365 pod in round one, and we are facing off against juiced balls, uh, which is uh, Brad, uh, oh god, Brad Johnson's. Uh, Curlin, did you just shake? Did you just shrug your shoulders? Yeah, I, I, I think I remember seeing tweets about him, but I have no idea who. Because no, Mason earlier made fun of him, like you have a podcast. He said that to him earlier. Little, 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 little known fact, and I'll just present this without comment. Juice Balls won in their first round matchup with sixty nine percent of the vote. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think everybody expects Sleeper in the Bus to do fairly well in this, uh, though we did what we saw around 
one a, a, a one seed go down? No, no, uh, three, Yahoo is a three. Oh, Yahoo is a three. Okay. Well, I mean, here's the thing: the more popular a, a podcast is, the more detractors it has as well. And those people tend to come out and vote. So my guess is a number one seed will not win. Someone predicted uh, that a, there won't be a number one seed in any of the final four. Uh, he, who does ESPN grab tomorrow? Or who, what are they up in a couple days? They're, they're Rasball Prospects, I believe. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that, that, that's and Rasball Prospects put up a pretty good first round too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Prospect, well, I mean, Rasball's got a pretty good following. That's so. true. Rasball itself has a good, yeah. Uh, CBS, I feel like they're fairly, fairly likable. I mean, I know they have one of the highest, you know, followings as far as. But there are people who that. hate it. I mean, oh, like, I know. you know, I mean, <laughs> every podcast that is, you know, that has uh, some juice behind it has people who dislike it. And that's just part of, uh, you know, the more popular a podcast gets, the, the more difficult it is. So, I mean, I think of like my three podcasts, I definitely think like FWFB and TGFBI have a better shot at winning the whole thing than something like Sleeper in the Bust. Gotcha. Spore's um, not going to bring out his army of Twitchers. I mean, if I can get him away from Twitch for a little while, maybe maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I, <laughs> I have no idea where it ranks on his priority list. I, I think I think like I think Toby at Batflip Crazy. He's got he's he's playing like Danny Manning in 1988 on Kansas when you just took the team on his back and carried it to the finals. And I think that guy is going to, I mean, he's going to be tough to take down. Yeah. The best yeah. part is he's a solo act. Like it's awesome. He is, he's bat. He is the brand, the man. He is everything. It is fantastic. Uh, he, I, Toby's a great dude. I've hung out with him a few times. He's a, a member of the Barf league, hung out with him in, uh, in Arizona for, for first pitch uh, this last year. Really, really great dude. Really smart dude. Uh, and I'm looking forward to taking him down next round. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. Oh, there he's flexing on him. Great. <laughs> round two. You're a 10 seed, so I believe you're still going to be an underdog this round then. Who do you have? And obviously, I should know this. I'm supposed to know these things, but I have no idea. who. So who we're, we face off against the microscopically small, the athletic fantasy baseball oh, podcast. That's right. That's right. Uh, never, never heard of <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. So, uh, yeah, over under 30%. That's all. I'm... <laughs> no, uh, honestly, I said it again. I obviously the base loaded pod uh, faces off against, oh, geez, I'm losing my mind here. The pitcher list. And it's crazy because I told, I straight up told Nick, I was like, Nick, I hate you, but I'm hoping for 30% of the vote. Like, I'm not going to be all, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, obviously if I can put up a fight, that'd be great. But I realize I, <laughs> I realize I have my uh, back against the wall, but I don't know, Ray. I mean, podcast relatively new but you've really built up a, a real serious following and a bunch of people really like your work really enjoy your work you might put up more of a fight than you give yourself credit for or at least maybe you're maybe you're giving yourself credit and I'm i not. didn't give I myself any amount of credit you're the one like oh 30 of the vote under over <laughs> fair enough fair enough i'm just i was the one talking shit on the podcast i don't know i just i like to keep, I like to keep my expectations low so if we put up a fight I'm a little happier about it. Maybe that's what it is. I think, See, I, I, think not, I think you're going to do well. I think you're, I think they're going to do well. And I think, uh, I mean, the only reason that they're a 10 seed is because it was a relatively new podcast. Yeah. That's how I thought about it. You know, next year, I mean, they're going to be, you know, in the in the moving way, way up. And you look at like uh, um, the Welsh too. I mean, you look at prospect one and like, I swear to God, if there's anyone I owe money to, it's probably him because <laughs> Julio Rodriguez everywhere because of him. And I think, you know, he's him and Ben Badler have probably given me more dynasty league stashes than anybody on earth. So I love those guys. And the fact that he lost by either one or three votes today out of 13, 1,351 votes is crazy. But it just goes to show you, like, first of all, the time Matt brought this up earlier, like the timing of this, there's a lot of people at home with nothing to do, right? So I get that. But I still can't believe that we had 20,000 votes in the first round. I mean, that's just crazy to me. And like that, the when I looked at Twitter, they give you the data, over 8,000 views of the tweet uh, to where you vote today, um, Rotowire versus uh, uh, versus uh, Prospect One. Just hold on, the, hold on. how many views? 8,300. 
Why well, the hell? Are, why are you voting, people? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> only one eighth of the people voted. But why view that? Half of those these were me, just like hitting refresh over and hold over. On. Just, just, <laughs> just, just, hold on, how yeah. many people go through? A, even it. if you, even if you're voting on something where you literally, if it's in German, you don't even know what it says. Oh, how many it. people cannot can resist clicking on an option? I think it was the refresh button. I think Ray's right. I think <laughs> the refresh. Does it count the refresh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's like how many times is someone looking at this page? I'll bet it was. I bet half of those were world of wire and a fracture. That's true. Look what you've done, man. You've created monsters among us. Like we're all like just fiending for these answers. We actually did get a question, and it's a question we have no idea how to answer. Terry Carlton, sixty-seven. How many games do you think this season will be this year? We'll start with you, Matt. You haven't really, sp- I haven't given you a chance to speak much. I know it's um, weird. You normally you're hosting these things. I apologize. If I had to put a bet based on what I'd put money on, it's 100 because there's only one plan that's been leaked, and that's for a July 1st ish start for 100 games. So I will go with that. <laughs> that's the only thing to really go on. So it seems like the safest bet for now. Chris, what about you? I go lower. Um, I think it's. I think it's more likely to be 80, but. Uh, Matt and I were talking about this the other day on turn two. I'd be happy with a 30, 30 game round robin. I'd be happy with as long as everyone's safe. Uh, we can watch baseball. That's what it's all about for me. I mean, I'm watching KBO highlights, you know. Uh, yeah, I heard you mention that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> two o'clock in the morning, I'm, I'm sipping a whiskey and rooting for Dixie Machado to go yard. Hell yeah. Is there any other way to live? You're living your best life right now in this quarantine, my friend. Ray, what, uh, what number would you put on? I know we spoke about it recently on a podcast, actually. And I know this news kind of broke, I believe, just after. So I want to get your thoughts. Actually, Yeah, I wish I could be uh, unique here, but I do feel like the number is 100. I don't think it's going to go over that. I think it could very well be less than 100. Uh, anything more, I would be shocked slash pleasantly surprised. I just think in the time frame we're going to have to play regular season games, much more than 100 games, and you're really beginning to kind of put pitcher health at risk, in my opinion. Gotcha. Justin, last but not least. Zero. I don't don't think there is a season. Ouch. Unfortunately, I don't think Mm. that this uh, situation is going to resolve itself Anytime soon, uh, I work for a government organization. I won't say which one, so I don't get in trouble. Uh, (laughs) But uh, they're preparing for this to go on through summer. uh, And that's probably uh, seems like a likely scenario. And it sucks and it's unfortunate because I've got way too much money tied up into fantasy leagues this year that are all going to get refunded. And while I won't lose any money this year, uh, I'm not going to make any money, which is kind of a bummer. So... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I hope the answer is eighty or hundred, but I think it's just as likely that we don't have baseball this year. I think the big, ca- I think the big caveat is we're dealing with um, billion millionaires, billionaires that don't care. We've seen the plans to possibly have the entire season play out in Arizona today. Yeah. They seem like up. crazy ideas. You got to like quarantine so many people. Like you got the crew, you got. The players, the coaches, the umpires, and it's it seems like a horrible idea. But the reason they gave up all that service time, which the owners obviously don't want to do, is so they can go around the current collective bargaining agreement to force extra games upon the players. So I, I don't know if 100 is the number. I don't know if it's zero, but I feel like the owners are going to do whatever is humanly possible to put baseball on. Yeah, I'm, I, the, one of the things that – I would I would be more likely to go with Justin, except for the fact that the owners get rid of the service time. I mean, like, is that really like? Are we really going to see Mookie Betts like not play, not you know, not play a game this season? We're going to see like Marcus Stroman not play a game in New York. You know, it's just it, that because they gave service time, it makes me think that they must have some serious hope, um, or else I don't know why they would have done it. No, I mean, I I agree. I think at the end, money talks. Uh, and if they can play, they will. I just don't think we've even seen the worst of what is yet to come. And one of the one of the agreements was that they had to be able to one travel safely and two, uh, they had to be able to guarantee the safety of the players. And if there were fans, fans. And I just don't know w- at what point we we still have like nine states that have not shut themselves down. Like, so, I mean, at what point are they going to be able to do that? And what happens if they start playing games and all of a sudden six members of the Orioles get COVID or, you know, or or whatever? Uh, I mean, I just think that 
I think there's a chance we see games, and I think there's a chance that it ends up getting shut back down again. Boy, that would be chaos yeah. for us. Man, that'd be chaos terrible. for the fantasy industry. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm kind of in line with your thinking, Justin, because, I mean, as what I do for a living, obviously, as a firefighter paramedic, we haven't seen the worst of it even in my area. And I know it's only going to get worse. The hospitals are filling up a little more every day. We're getting more and more of those calls coming in. So I, I and they've even mentioned that we haven't hit our peak. I've talked, you know, I have a chance to speak with some of the doctors in the ER. And unfortunately, it's a very bleak uh, situation right now. They have no idea what's going to happen. But all their estimate, all, all, all of them suggest that they're like, yeah, this is just the beginning more so than the end. And we're talking about it possibly peaking in ju- late June. I've heard that number. I've heard that thrown out. So if it's peaking, you know, or late May, sorry, if it's peaking in May, late May, we're still talking about its peak. So now that here comes the come down. You're, I don't understand. And they want to ha- squeeze in a spring training as well. You know, it's a, albeit a smaller one, you know, I don't see how they're going to squeeze in a three week, two week spring training and get everything logistically working out by July 1st or even July at all. And obviously that, that, and as well, that, that deal was struck prior to a lot of these estimations even being out there, I believe. All this stuff, all, a lot of it's been pushed back. Timelines and all that have been pushed back. And this was all after these this deal was in place for the service time and all that. So that probably wasn't a factor at, at the time. I could be wrong. I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm just, this is me speculating. Any I don't way know to bring down the room, man. Yeah, I'm oh, sad. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> sad now. You know what? If I do anything, I, yeah, you, you know, oh, wait, wait, you know what? You, uh, yeah, give everyone. There you go. Hi, there you go. Give everyone hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> the doctor here. The doctor spoke. The doctor spoke. Uh, this is the doctor. He's got the answers. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that we're going because, I mean, you know, companies like one, like one I work for, like uh, Fangraphs, like they cannot afford to, like, not have baseball. Like yeah, we can't, yeah. they can't afford not having like, and I, I, I want a job still. Uh, like, so like, I, I mean, and I miss baseball. Like I, I watched, yeah. I watched all four games that the giants won uh, against the Royals in 2014 yesterday. Like that's <laughs> what was playing on my TV for like 12 straight hours. Uh, like I, and like, like there were parts of me, like that was like still excited. Cause it's like, Oh, it's baseball. But like, I know how it ends and it's just not the same. Like I'll, Give me like really shitty call. If I had to watch the Orioles play the Tigers every day for you know 162 games, I would do that at this point. Um, so just like, give I, me Matt Boyd, just give me Matt Boyd. That's all I, I want a shuffle button on MLB.com so they'll just give me a random game. I don't need a classic game, I need any game. Give me a Wednesday, the Padres versus the Reds, and I don't know what's going to happen. I won't look up the box score, just surprise me. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I miss baseball, and, uh, you know, and, and the idea that, like, not only could we lose baseball, but like football could start late. Uh, like, that's all of that is a huge bummer. We already lost, like, the end of basketball and the end of hockey, uh, you know, in their seasons. I'm so bored right now. I joined a three sport league uh draft and i've been drafting a uh, my baseball team is sick i know nothing about basketball <laughs> absolutely nothing i ha- i have not watched like like basketball since uh like my freshman year of high school when i stopped playing basketball uh, oh, so like it, but it's yeah I, I hope i'm wrong i really do but i i at this point it, it's hard to have any hope uh that things are going to get much better anytime soon well, what I've done to help kill time and the only sports related thing I, if you want to call it sports, I guess esports, uh, I, I created or I helped create or help run. I don't know what I did. I, actually, you know what? I just helped promote it. <laughs> Was uh, MLB the show 30 team league. And we drew some, like, we have a couple of analysts in there from like Prospects Live. We have, um, oh man, Ryan uh, Bloomfield. I have, they have terrible names. I'm yep. terrible names. We, He's probably we, too, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I don't know why I'm terrible with names. I've interacted with. We have him. We have. We actually got Ben Verlander, little yeah, little Verlander's brother, little little Verlander, Verlander's little brother. Jeez, I'm terrible. We just got a bunch of people like, but it just it picked up so much steam because everyone's like, you know what? Let's do it. I'm terrible. I'm like five and fifteen, but I've played fifteen games of this damn game that I'm terrible at. If you're five and fifteen, you've played more than fifteen. I played twenty. <laughs> I'm so, I've been quarantined. I'm so bad. Well, I can't in your quarantine. You should get a book about math. Mike no. Curlin, bad at no. names, worse at math. <laughs> and 
Oh god, my kid's homework. Forget about it. I'm done. He's getting seized, and I can't explain it. I have no idea what's going on. Um, <laughs> oh man, this, I, I lost. I lost my train of thought now because I'm really terrible at all this. This is um, this is like salt in the wound for Justin. You, you weren't you campaigning for PS4? The yeah, yeah, I can't no, have one. Yeah, you're no. like we have a we have a we have a tournament of thousands of people who are playing this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've been wanting a PS4 for quite. I have not played a video game since my eldest daughter was like a baby, and like I mean, baby, baby, because I used to just, like sit her in the bassinet next to me, like keep it moving with my foot, and I'd play Madden. Uh, oh, yeah. Like I have a <laughs> PS2. Like that, that's the last time I played a video game. Uh, and so yeah, I've been campaigning for quite a while to get a PS4, and now it. now it's turned into a meme because my wife is just you know crushing my hopes and dreams every chance she gets. Well, honestly, you should be very thankful because I can promise you the amount like my vocabulary. You think my math's bad? My vocabulary is shrunk to like eight words while playing the game, and seven of them are curse words. Like I don't say anything. But like dropping f bombs, c like name it. I'm saying it, but I'm not saying anything else because that game is nothing but frustration, and it's legitimately driving me crazy. But I still play it, and I've played 20 games because I can't. I think something like that. I can't do math. We get the point though. I played 20ish games, and it's just yeah, I know. <laughs> Raise are counting fingers. Like yeah, totally understand it. I'm off. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been bittersweet, honestly. But How many pitches again, per at bat do you get in that game? I I think I tweeted this, but I'm not even joking. I've been playing this game for over a month. I've yet to take one walk. I swing at the oh, first no. pitch almost every at bat. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a challenge. Go ahead and bring it. I will take. I will belt it out of the yard anyway. I I am the Tim Anderson of of MLB the Show players. I don't. I'm not there to take walks. We got a three thirty three <laughs> batting average and on base percentage. Well, on base percentage is like three twenty nine <laughs> with a three thirty three batting average. It makes no sense, but I figured out a way in this game. <laughs> but yeah, that's Justin, I have a, Justin, I have a question for you. If, if there is, the, if your a dire prediction comes true, how are you going to do TGFBI next year? Are we? Are you reseeding? Because yeah, I, yeah, I, I would. I built an entire website to get on to get in that damn. Oh no, no. I mean, people who. I mean, it would. Everybody have to go back through the application process. It would start like you know. It would be. I would just claim myself the 2020 champion. Fair, uh, of course. That, that feels like the best thing to do because otherwise I'll never win this fucking thing. Uh, like I had my shot when there was 190 people. Now there's 400, and it's like, yeah. I mean, it, now it's just a huge crapshoot. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I, I would redo the whole thing. If you think seating is hard for your 64 podcast tournament, try seating 395, you know, fantasy analysts and not ending up with people from the same site or same podcast in the same league. Because uh, I know, Mike, you ended up in the same league as someone from one of your pods, right? Yeah, so oh, yeah. it's just, it, it, it's, it's an, I, I agonize over the decisions on like who to put, you know, what person where. So it usually takes me about a full month of, of like moving people around and I still make mistakes like that. Um, but yeah, no, it would just be, it, it would just be done over again. You know, I mean, it would be a huge bummer, uh, you know, for TGFBI, especially for those who, you know, who donated money to get in satellite leagues. Um, I'd probably just give them, you know, a, a, you know, a, just let them be in the leagues they were going to be in and then, you know, start other satellite leagues as well. But, um, yeah, let, let's hope it doesn't happen. Let's hope I'm wrong and we get 100 games because that would be awesome. I, 100 games, like, just lock all Major League Baseball players in the same, like, stadium for – you know, the next five months and, and don't. I think yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris mentioned this. Thing. Bought an island. Maybe they. Maybe he'll let the baseball players come there. That would be awesome. Now you said, or Chris mentioned earlier, which is never going to happen. But I, the thought of it, he said, let's just have thirty. You know, thirty games. Just everyone plays each other once. It's just it would. Every game would be like the freaking World Series. It would be amazing. They should do that. That would be that would be a lot. Justin, of fun. which which right. which is harder, seating seating TGFBI or listening to the people complain about how slowly people pick in TGFBI? Oh, uh, no, I mean seating TGFBI is way tougher. Like I get, like I was in one of the slowest drafts. I think it was the second slowest draft. Uh, in um, it it can be really frustrating. Like I I totally get it, and at the same time, you're actually at a disadvantage to be going fast. Uh, and we saw that this year with the amount of pitcher injuries that were happening because, you know, there were leagues where guys drafted Severino and then two days later he was having Tommy John, you know, or if you, you, you know, you drafted Chris Sale, all of a sudden, oh, now, now he's got an elbow issue. He's going to be out and then eventually getting Tommy John. So 
uh, it's act you're actually at a huge disadvantage by having a league that finishes quickly, but everybody wants to be in the league that finishes quickly. Yeah, exactly. Ray, I got to ask now, because I'm bringing back the doom and gloom because I can't help myself. Say we lose a year. And as a prospect guy, you see these prospects working on their own, batting practice, field, whatever you see videos of. If we lose a full season, we're talking about a, a potentially a full year of at least eyes on these players as far as fundamentals, as far as like what's going on, as far as their growth. Would you have to essentially restart your process of scouting some of these guys to see where they're at, see how they've grown on their own? Have they taken steps backwards or would you just kind of assume they've picked up where they left off? Like, how would you go about your assessment of players with a full season of, of lost baseball? Yeah, it would it would definitely be I would have to take a step back and kind of reevaluate, reach out to. Uh, the people who I talk to for prospects that I don't get an eye on during the season. And that wouldn't really happen until next spring training when the minor leaguers come in and minor league spring training starts. Uh, it would be, it'd be really, really tough. Uh, and we would have so much less information than we're going to have. If the C, if the MLB season gets canceled this year, we're still going to be able to do research and we'll be okay preparing for MLB drafts, fantasy drafts next year. But as far as the the process goes, evaluating prospects, evaluating talent, that that goes, it'll be really rudimentary, really simple, and uh, just kind of starting over on a lot of these guys, especially the younger ones. Like Jason Dominguez, there's really no other prospect in baseball who's receiving the amount of hype that he's receiving to the point where I think it was pretty well understood the Yankees were going to give him the chance to start in the Gulf Coast League Wow. This year, instead of uh, in the DR in the Dominican Summer League, but now the word is even if there is a season, Dominguez is probably going to kind of be kept at the Yankees complex and have like an extended spring training, play kind of inner squad scrimmages versus other spring training minor league teams. So the amount of eyes we're going to be able to have on these prospects, even with a season, is going to hinder a lot of our evaluation process. Gotcha. I, I found that very intriguing because I know, again, I know I'm a prospector. I, I, I take the I take the easy way out, and I just take the stats that are handed to me by every other site. But uh, I know, like you mentioned, Fangraphs is getting hit hard. I mean, I've donated money. I know others have. I mean, there's only, but I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping, hoping for the best because I know Fangraphs is one of the go-to sites, at least for me personally. I'm very big on promoting it and all that. So I obviously anybody listening back, all nine of you watching, ten of you watching right now, Throw a few bucks Fangraphs way. They truly deserve it. They are it's a free resource. Why not donate in a time of need to it? Such a resource that if you don't use it, I guarantee you your favorite fantasy analyst utilizes it. It is a, a essential tool to what a lot of us do. And if you, you can't if you can't afford to donate, like go there daily and click, like just click. Yeah, click on articles, read articles. Uh, because I mean what's happened is the traffic has just gone down, you know, 60 mm. to 70 percent. And that's you know, a site that relies on traffic, you know, for their ad revenue, they I mean you lose it and all of a sudden you can't pay the bills. And we lost a lot of good writers, uh, you know, because because of that. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to survive that that wave of cuts because I do the podcast. I mean, that's the honest truth. It's not because I'm a, a better writer than some of the people that that left. I just, you know, have another skill uh, that that helps me stay on board for a little bit longer. But I mean, if, if you can't afford to do the $20 membership or, you know, whatever it is, um, then do, you know, just go and click on articles. Like, you know, start your, set it as your homepage. Like, you know, so that way when you <laughs> bring up your first, you know, screen of the day, it goes to fan graphs. Hey, that, that helps Support out a little work. bit. You yeah. should get that trending online. Do that once a day. Post it out. Hey, everybody, go to Fangraphs and search for this player. Put out a trivia question that re requires <laughs> everyone to go to Fangraphs to find the answer. <laughs> Look for the F or of Jose Altuve. <laughs> I'm just, I'm gonna I'm gonna go set all my. I got like 32 devices in my house between three kids, my wife, and I'm gonna set them all now. I'm gonna go do that. And then refresh them every 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, Fangraphs so and Baseball Reference strike me as resources that people take for granted until they're oh, gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like oh, yeah. think, think about, I can't tell you how many times I get on fan graphs every day. Mm -hmm. So to think about no longer having that resource because I kind of took unfair advantage of it while we had it. It's just wild to think about. I think that's why it's so important that if you can please support what they're doing on that site. 
Yeah, the last time I was on uh, one of these live casts with you guys, I think it was uh, the turn two one, uh, maybe a week or so ago. Like somebody asked me, like, "Hey, how can we support you know people and like what's the best thing to go buy?" And and I said, like, you know, if you've got writers or, or podcasters or, or people in the industry you like, you know, go support them. Um, and this is this is the time to do it. Like if you if you use fan graphs. Uh, like now's the time to like go and keep your prep going and, and keep going to the site because it could definitely use the help. And then we have here, um, exit Velo. Uh, this is, I believe this is Brent. He's a good guy. He's a, he runs the exit velocity podcast. And he mentioned right here, if anything else, like go take a look, you mentioned, you want to continue your prep, go look at the roster resource, uh, uh, uh go look at the, yep. the fan graphs, roster resource page. They have some of the, those guys over there do really good work and, up-to-date re- rosters even right now like they're up to date at the best to their ability because they're basing it off the latest spring training trends like so there's a lot of that going on it's again just a resource i, I know i've taken for granted and i it's unfortunate i mean like you say you don't know what you what you got till it's gone that's with everything except for women I, i'm okay with their when they're gone it's <laughs> <laughs> the same thing on the news uh, everyone says uh everyone's hoarding groceries they uh you're getting canned goods frozen stuff things that'll last a while no one's buying fresh fruit and vegetables and in turn that's gonna put a lot of farmers out of business and that's something they're trying to make a lot of people aware of now go buy fresh produce you know people are worried that they have to clean everything but that'll be like it's the same thing it's kind of the same exact thing as fan graphs it's like this thing you're constantly there you don't think you're going to support it. Therefore, it'll be okay. But if everyone neglects it, it'll be gone. So hey, if I didn't eat vegetables before COVID, I'm not eating them now. <laughs> you can't make me. You can't make me. <laughs> I know this is a little bit completely, well, not a little bit, this is completely off, off topic. But am I the only person still shocked that it's been like a few months into this and I still can't find toilet paper every day? And I go to the I go A to my few months. Walmart. It's been like three weeks. It feels like it's been a few months. Jeez. Again, you're talking about me with math. Can't There's this it. one local store that always has some like people clear it out, but it's on the bottom shelf and there's always one in the back and I refuse to tell anyone where it is. <laughs> so every time I go there, there's one in the back and like, do I have plenty? Probably, but I'm always worried because I can never find it anywhere. So if I see it, I'll buy it. If someone else needs it desperately, I have it for you. I'm not a hoarder. You know what? I think we're going to do a giveaway. Next person that retweets this gets one roll toy paper from Matt Williams. Hey, got a you know one square. We gotta be fair here. Square. Yeah, he's, he's taking them apart, putting in dime bags, <laughs> shipping it off to Rationing. the yeah. <laughs> Priorities, man. Priorities. I'll tell you, Ray. One of the things, one of the things that I've decided to do. Uh, I've never been good at baseball, but I figure this is a good opportunity to try to close the gap between me and Jason Dominguez as a forty-five-year-old man. So I went and got. Uh, I literally have a bucket of balls that came in the mail today, and I've got a big net, and I got my Louisville Slugger, and I'm gonna go out there with a tee, and we're gonna take some hits. I'm gonna get that hit tool down. Nice. Put on that Tom Umansky uh, video with a Fred McGriff wearing the hat. <laughs> you know what? I want video or it didn't happen. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Live stream that. Live stream that. I don't know if this is going to work. We're going to try this because you mentioned your website. I'm going to see if I can. I don't think it's going to let me because there's five of us. I was trying to pull up. Uh, let, let it share. I don't think it's going to let me. Too many people on here. I was going to go ahead and get your website live on here but let's talk about one last thing before we get you out of here and i know maps is a big thing you discuss it's a free and again you're oh, hold on actually baseball. hold on actually i have to go um okay. i i was supposed here. to be i was supposed to be off a long time ago i didn't realize the time ago so now you can put it up on your screen but thank you for inviting me try. have fun fellas now you can put up a site yeah we'll try. Thanks, man. thank you for joining me man any problem see you guys Great you, Matt. all right let's let's do this let's do some more promotion if we can it's not letting me what the hell i'm really bad at this whole host thing i'll just start talking about it go for it see if i can figure it out worry about it and maps is not a big thing maps is just totally fun but like i listen to so many damn podcasts i was like you know what like let's come up with what makes a podcast great so i figured i'd have fun with like you know i love the scouting stuff as i said the five tools of fantasy podcasting and it's you know i came up with five different things that i think great podcasts do well um, oh, look at there you go. Ooh, look at you with the tech skills, Curland. Beautiful. Is that, is that Pornhub in your tabs? Maybe. 
<laughs> I went. This is sad. I went through and made sure I deleted anything inappropriate. I'm like, I was like, what's this? What's, okay, this is good. This is good. This is mega. What? Oh, mega phone. Okay. I have um, a great story I could tell about that offline sometime. But, um, boring. But uh, no, no. So it's uh, the idea is you know a well-rounded podcast should have all should have five tools. So management is the first one. It's the M. It's like everyone talks about drafts constantly. I'll tell you one thing, especially in draft season, people talk about draft, 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 draft. But like actually managing your team throughout the year is a skill. And there are some podcasts that are really, really good at it and others that uh, don't, they don't really dig into it enough. Um, so I think that that's the first one. The second one is analytics. It's not just about having the analytics. It's about being able to explain it to them to people like me and Mike that can't do math. So, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, it's not like I don't want to hear like, you know, sometimes I'm listening to podcasts and I'm like, all right, you just said like seven consonants in a row with your new tool that you built. And it's like, break it down. Uh, you know, uh, Bubba, the shout out another great podcast. He had John Metzler's on, um, uh, but John has developed a new tool that was really interesting. And one of the things I love about Bubba is that he takes these really complex math problems and he explains them to you in a way that most people can understand. And so that's just a great example of using analytics. And then uh, personality, you don't want too much of it, some might say, but if you don't have any of it, you know, you're boring as hell. We do listen to this to be entertained uh, and educated. Uh, and then uh, prospects being the fourth one, some people might say, well, I'm not a prospect podcast, da 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 I was like, you don't have to be a prospect expert. Prospecting is its whole specialty. But if you don't have someone on there that knows prospects, that's part of your core team, you need to bring people on. It's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, being uh, someone that runs a school in California and saying you don't have anyone that speaks Spanish. That's going to be a problem for you then. And, you know, you need to be able to communicate. It's a totally different skill set, but it's related. And if you don't have it, you're not going to communicate with your audience. Then the last one um, is strategy. And this is the one where I think people, there's a lot, uh, a lot of room for growth across the whole industry. Um, I'd say Ariel Cohen does a really good job on TGFBI of strategy. He's probably like the, the podcast that spends the most time on it. And I get that it's hard because there's so many different formats and strategy and head to head is different than strategy and points. Um, but it isn't, but you, 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 but I don't think every analyst understands how much their format influences their valuing. Like the CBS sports guys play a lot of points. Um, and so like when they're talking, sometimes I'll be disagreeing with them and I'm realizing actually it's just, well, they're talking about points or ESPN, you know, they're, they have a, a, a shallower league that they usually pay, play with. So I just think you have to be able to understand the different formats and spit out different strategy for each one. So just something for, for fun. A couple of podcasts have asked me to grade them. I don't know that I'm actually ever going to do that publicly. Maybe I will, but for right now it's just, you know, fun. It's fun. Oh, well, Justin, I'm not just, you should, I you're <laughs> nodding vigorously. I should, I should, I should give you some grades. Uh, no, no, no! Don't do it. Is what I'm saying. Like uh, I, I, I said, I was going to review some podcasts, and then I went and listened to a bunch of them. I was like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I don't want to get these feelings. Well, <laughs> personally, like I always, like I guess I'm, you know, I have thick skin for the most part. Nothing really hurts my feelings. I take everything, even negative things, as criticism because the idea is to get better. And I never thought there'd be a day where I'd be able to host this and not stumble over my words. And I, I held true to that. I stumble over my words. I, I can't do math in front of people live. Like, this is awesome. But like, in, all, in all seriousness, though, like, I, I take the feedback I get, negative and positive, and I still try to just make it better because I've only been doing this for, what, a year, a little over a year now. And yeah. there are, there's, I don't care how long you've been doing this, there's always ways to improve your craft. And I view this as a craft. So if you were to sit there and go every way to grade mine behind the scenes in person or on your site, I wouldn't take it personal, but that's me personally. I know not everybody is like that. I welcome criticism, good, bad, or otherwise. And I know what to ignore. And honestly, the best, like Reddit, like you think Twitter's bad, Reddit's worse. And Reddit, <laughs> <laughs> Reddit is like, like there's trolls and then there's like trolls in the pits of hell. And that's where those guys are. And realistically like you know how you get rid of them they come in hard they come in like furious and you just say you know what i appreciate your feedback thank you so much i'll take that into consideration either they shut up or they're like oh well i'm glad you took it that way and then they're really nice so you kill them with kindness that's been my experience and it works well like, well, like, like every I time know, it's but... mostly it's mostly for entertainment purposes although obviously i think there's some truth in a lot of what i'm writing i wouldn't have taken enough yeah. time to write it but um it's not, I'm not we're not i'm not here to like judge or give grades i'm here to have uh, people look so the website is baseball-pods.com. Like I said, if you don't like it, you can tweet at Justin Mason because he made me build it. 
Uh, and, uh, I, th- but- I think it's great. I think I, I really like what you're doing there. So uh, I- I'm glad I-, I-, I guilted you into it or forced you into it, whatever way you want to put it, uh, because I think it's a really cool website. I appreciate which, it. We got the Justin also inspired the Nerf League, where we'll, which we'll, eventually when we have baseball, we'll draft. He he and Laura Michael started the Bay Area Roto Fantasy League, Barf League, and uh, I decided to try to build one in New England, and it was overwhelmed by the response that we got. Justin really helped me out in getting that filled, and we've got some. If you look at that website, you'll see just some of the some of that that page on baseball-pod.com. You'll just see some of the smartest analysts around. And uh, it's really, really, really exciting. So uh, um, it's just been great to launch it. And like I said, I'll be putting up fantasy content throughout the year. Ray, I've got uh, my version of Dynasty Prospects on there. I'd love to, for you to rip it apart. And uh, <laughs> I told Ian Khan I'm going to work on uh, Dynasty next. So cool. And here's the Nerf League you were talking about. Yeah, I remember when you sent me that email, I was super excited, but at the same time, super upset I couldn't join you because of location purposes. But I'm trying, I'm trying to scroll down to this awesome trophy you have. Like, yeah. look at that thing. It is spectacular. It is awesome. And great name, by the way. Like, it was fantastic. Fantastic all around. Trophy name. All that good stuff, man. It's a really good – it was a great idea. I love the I love the piggybacking on the bar league idea. And of course, I pull up fan graphs. Yeah, it's, yeah, pull up fan graphs every time. It's – for me, it's, uh, it's, it's just – I just – you know, what I, I said this to Matt the other day. Uh, the fantasy baseball community is just like such a great place. Everyone is warm, supportive, and welcoming. I mean, there's obviously exceptions everywhere, but I think pound for pound, it's just one of the nicest communities and more welcoming. And I will, I'm just trying to figure out how I can support that uh, sense of community and bring people together more and more because I think uh, we don't have quite enough of it uh, right now. Why did Twitter spam your site for the first few days? I think it was, that was so weird. It was. It was. I think it. I think it was because when we. I don't know. It was something to do with WordPress when we built it. My brother-in-law uh, built the site, Efrain Ramos. He's a he's a really good designer, as you can tell. He also put together the logo. Um, and if you, if you want to, uh, uh, if you're looking for any graphic designer, podcasting, producing, he, he's a big, he doesn't know anything about baseball. He's a big Celtics guy. But uh, it's at Efrain Carmelo. That's his middle name. He even has a basketball yeah, middle a, name. But um, he built it. He, uh, he did it. But I think he told me that... Uh, from, it just took them three days for whatever reason they thought it was spam in the beginning. It might have been the dash in the middle, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's, it has a little of everything. It's pretty cool, man. Uh, it's very, very simple, but very, very clean and easy to uh, to get through. So that's kind of a – just like a podcast, it's all about accessibility, right? Accessibility, the look of it, kind of like – I see what you did there. You took your own maps and put it into your site. I like it. But uh, we've been doing this for an hour, guys. I mean, if you guys got to go, I understand. I mean, I wasn't expecting to run this long. I got it. I'll say before we run out of here, everybody, please plug your stuff. And obviously, I'm leaving fan graphs up here. I have to. So, uh, with that, with that, uh, with that being said, though, uh, Chris, thank you for joining us. Where can everybody find you? What you got? What do you have going on? Uh, I will continue to run this tournament, and uh, you obviously follow me at Baseball Pods. Check out the new website, baseball-pods.com. Cool. I just want to make sure I put this down because pictures is going down. Um, Ray, of course. Uh, <laughs> where can we find you and uh, all that good stuff obviously it says it but those might be listening with their in a pocket i don't know what people are doing just plug your stuff man i know you're always working on stuff i think you released something today uh at prospects 365 on twitter the site is prospects 365.com we go thursday i think in the second round of the baseball pods fantasy mm-hmm. baseball podcast bracketology tournament make sure if you like the pod and support it make sure you vote for us we're going to need all the help we can get And Justin, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, I was like, uh, <laughs> so I was looking at Justin. Justin I like your like, little scroll. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you were, you were, uh, oh, yeah, naturally. This is like my nice, this is nice, friendly banter. Mm-hmm. I'm being polite. Yeah, no. Nah, nah. must go down. Take down the corporate giant, is what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, um, uh, I was just laughing because Justin, you almost looked up like, as in, okay, you can introduce me now. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot because. <laughs> Oh, no, it just (laughs) got quiet all of a sudden. I didn't know if I was supposed to talk or not. Yeah, Uh, Justin, go ahead and uh, finish us off here, man. I know you're a busy man. Plug your Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, Yeah, you can reach me on Twitter at Justin Mason, FWFB. I run Friends of Fantasy Benefits and TGFBI at Fantasy Benefits at TGFBI. And then uh, you can always hear me on the Sleeper in the Bus podcast. Uh, with Paul Sporer. And we're going to be recording, and I think we're drafting sports movies tomorrow. So 
That should be nice. fun. I did listen. The last one I got a chance to listen to because I still listen to my commutes to work was the um, board. I think it was the board game or the mm-hmm. game one. Yeah, where I, cru- was, I crushed I, him pretty easily in the board game one. <laughs> uh, we just did a uh, podcast, uh, Paul and I, with our significant others. So if you haven't listened yeah, to the most recent Sleeper in the Bust, uh, we we drafted hour-long TV shows. Uh, it was a two-hour-long podcast uh, with my <laughs> wife and Paul and his girlfriend, Jen. Um, and I crushed them all in that. I mean, and, and we, we did a poll. And, uh, yeah, I think I got 43%, and it just destroyed all of them. It, it was great. I, I it's, it's fun to be drafting something. I know there are some degenerates out there that are still drafting fantasy baseball squads right now. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I can't, I, I'm just not knowing like what is going to happen this season. I'm not drafting another team until that happens outside of the three sport draft I'm doing. Uh, but, <laughs> Which is uh, all baseball. Uh, like you said, you, took oh, the, yeah. you, took the you should look at this team, dude. I mean, I, I, I've got uh, Max Muncy, Albies, Javier Baez, Jose Ramirez, Mike Trout, Christian Yelich, Eloy Jimenez, uh, Starling Marte, Nelson Cruz, JD Martinez, DeGrom, Scherzer, Corbin, Yu Darvish, Charlie Ooh. Morton, and Aroldis Chapman. And that is, it's and it's a dynasty league, so it's yeah, it's uh, my basketball team are a bunch of guys, uh, no one's ever heard of, much less me. Um, but <laughs> uh, hunting so, an entire sport this time, I see, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's a strategy. Uh, I think I was gonna finish last in it, anyways. I might as well just like you know, steer into that skid. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be writing some stuff up for fan graphs and friends of fantasy benefits, and hopefully, uh, we'll get some baseball so we can talk more about TGFBI. Hey, hey, hey. 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 come here, CJ. Might as well come here. Come here. You said no. Come here. Come say hi. Come here. (laughs) Why are you naked? I was about to say. I had to go see my cat. I heard a smash and I was waiting for it. Come here. Come say hi. At this point, you have to come say hi. No, my kid, my three year old just told me no and walked away. He's learning from his mother. All right. On that note, I'm going to go ahead and obviously get out of here, guys. I appreciate you all joining me. I really do. Um, obviously you can find us on Twitter and all that good stuff, but um, until next time, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for yeah, yeah, man. No problem.